We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. It's this Tuesday morning edition Oxford Exxon podcast. I'm get my microphone to do what I wanted to do. Here with you today, Chase Parm, Neil McCready. We'll talk some uh, some football. The college football season is over, and frankly, it was over a week ago because last night was a, a bloodletting. Georgia sixty five, TCU seven. It was ten to seven at one point, but uh, the Bulldogs I think scored on five of the first six possessions, something like that, uh, on the route to their second consecutive national title. So we'll uh, put some things around that game, around college football in general, probably some NFL today. Um, I read up on Trevor Bauer yesterday um, as as Neil T. So that and more coming up on today's show. A show brought to you every day, Oxford Exxon. Again, in our 10th year with Ben Craddock and the Oxford Exxon. Appreciate those guys every single day. And you need to head over, show your support. You've done that forever. We really appreciate it. Lunch specials, they change every single weekday. You get something different. Also, ribs at night. Hot case, chicken dessert, sides, and much more there at uh, the Blue Sky location in Oxford and up and down I-55 and throughout North Mississippi as well. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are indeed Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for our friend Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop it around. You can do what I've done. I recommend that you do. Let's get into a Clark Ford today. You will love the product. You'll absolutely love the service. Corey and the people at Clark Ford want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove it to you when you make the call. 662-257-1900. What? That's it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I should say our guest will join us uh, on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. My MyPerfectFranchise.net. Let me get down to that. I wasn't super prepared this morning. I should have been, but I wasn't. If you're a displaced corporate executive, or you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, or you're an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify, Andy Ledecky can help. It's a... Um, 
a longtime uh, franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. You can contact Andy anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or at 404-973-9901. A lot of you um, have reached out to Andy. Several of you um, have become franchise owners because of that relationship. So it works. That's his cell number. You can call it and uh, take it from there. Uh, also, what we're doing that um, added a Tulane helmet to the studio today. Appreciate Bank Shepherd and those guys at uh, at Tulane for that. I don't have it set up anywhere. We'll figure it out. But I did bring it in this morning. They can um, kind of see it behind you. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a game used helmet from the twenty twenty two season. So uh, Cotton Bowl champions there. Willie Fritz signed the ball, signed the helmet. Uh, I saw that last night. Ole Miss uh, next year on the road they face the Sugar Bowl champions, the Cotton Bowl champions, and the national champion. Um, it is not a friendly schedule. It is not the best schedule in the world, is it? No, nope. I've it tried is. to tell people that. That's why the next, I think the next 12 months are more about setting yourself up for 2024. Yeah. I mean, just to be real. Yeah, Miss, enjoy oh, the year, but 2024 is the yeah. one where you go, oh, wow. Okay. Well, you should. Yeah. And if you're not, that's when you have to take that's a step you. back and reevaluate and go, what did we do wrong? Because yeah. Ole Miss isn't going to the playoff next year. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know that's not the, the popular thing in today's media is to be objective. Everybody's just straight homers now, but they're not. I mean, if you look around the SEC, how many teams from the SEC have a legitimate shot next year to go to a four-team playoff? Move our potato up just a touch. Typically, you're the one that's a little OCD, but for whatever reason today, it's, uh, it's affecting me. I mean, Georgia, Alabama, maybe LSU. That's probably it. That have a shot next year to go to a four-team playoff. Everybody else is kidding themselves. And so it's about positioning yourself for 2024 when there's a 12-team playoff. Because the problem is in the SEC, you don't even have like the TCU ability to kind of play through the Big 12 where there's not the behemoth. You know what I mean? Like TCU's path was very fun and interesting and all those things, but they, they didn't have Goliaths in the way. There weren't there weren't there weren't issues. Um, yeah, because for Ole Miss to make the playoff next year, you either have to beat Georgia in Athens or lose to no one else, and then beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. You can't have two losses, right? So, so you got to you got to you, you got to beat them one of those times and lose to no one else. And you play Alabama. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just yeah. saying that's even because look, here's the thing: Alabama is Alabama is very beatable compared to Georgia next year. Georgia's the new Alabama. I'm not saying Alabama, you're not saying no one's no. going to beat Alabama, but Absolutely. if you said, "Hey, they're going to win one of those," I don't even think about it. I go, "Oh, well, they beat Alabama. Good job." Sure, of course, they're gettable relative to Alabama. Yeah, relative to what you saw from Georgia. Yeah, both. I mean, I mean, look, look, Alabama's not going to be amazing next year. Could be good. Could be good. Again, it's relative. We'll see. I don't expect this though. Rolling ball, as you put it. I mean, I, just I got a feeling the dude that last night was sitting in a teal sport coat i got a i got a feeling he's already up and at him this morning and and that's here's my hot take all right go ahead here's my hot take not even a hot take yeah it's not a hot take there's a temptation and i watched everybody in college football last night 
get all up in their feels. About what? Everything. Number one, they were pissed off that the game was a blowout. Number two, they know what they saw. Sometimes you know what you saw. Real quick, somebody asked this question. Missouri is Ole Miss's 2024 East opponent. Okay. So Vanderbilt and Missouri are on the schedule for the Rebels in 24. It's as good as you can ask for. At home, by the way. When everybody goes, the league hates you, <laughs> you get Vanderbilt every year. Yeah, just real – again, you make your point. Real quick, Ole Miss's 2024 schedule. Again, I don't know dates. The hell with that, whatever. Furman, Middle Tennessee, Wake Forest, Georgia Southern, Arkansas, LSU, Alabama, Auburn State, Missouri, A&M, Vanderbilt. It's literally as much as you could ask for. Road games are A&M, Vanderbilt, but they play Vanderbilt at the Titans Stadium, not... Whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying. If that's Uh, not a win, the rest of it's really LSU and Arkansas. I mean, your your toughest road road games are A&M and LSU. I mean, there's no such thing as an easy SEC schedule, although Georgia sort of raises its hand and says, look at us next year. Um, What I was going to say was... I watched everybody get up in their feels last night. It was interesting. And people do the default thing. Well, Georgia just bought. They bought this. No, it it runs deeper than that, champ. It's deeper than that. And we we can do, yes, that's part of it. Unlimited resources. Commitment. Watch that dude on the sideline. Watch his pregame. Watch his midgame. Get the, he has grown as a coach in so many ways. Big time. Get yeah. the audio of his pregame speech. Look at look at the demeanor of that team. And we can take little shots at TCU. Georgia was going to beat the shit out of anybody they played last night. They would have hammered Michigan. They'd have hammered Alabama. They'd have hired, hammered Michigan. They'd have hammered anybody that's not having NFL <laughs> insignia on them. So be cool with the TCU stuff. That was... We saw something last night. He's grown as a coach. They've grown as a program. And that cat last night, literally minutes after that game was over, you could see in his mind turning the page. What is that? I don't know. Is it an alarm or a cat? Kind of sounded like a cat. Okay. He was turning the page last night. He was talking about his 10-year-old son crying about Stetson Bennett being done. And then his answer was pretty damned interesting. Yeah, they recruit a bunch of elite talent. They do. But then once you get in there, it's culture. He talked about how we eat off the floor. He did. And if you talk to anybody who's around that program, and I have, they do. Said their number one goal as a program is no entitlement, no matter what. I didn't see any entitlement. And it's he's hit a really good mix. And look, college kids especially, you have to motivate in the right way. You can't coach everybody the same. You got to be a you got to be a bunch of different people all but one time as a college head coach. No matter what the no matter the sport. And he did two things last night at the same time. He convinced them, as, as they were, that they we're the best team in the country. We're not being hunted. We're going to dominate our teams, thirteen, the team we play 13 times. And he also found a way, in some hellaciously strange way, of finding a way to get a chip on their shoulder yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Which takes... He's damn good. Takes something. He's damn good. He was he was not great at the beginning of his career as a, as a 
program manager like that, he's become one of the best in the country. He's grown. Yes. He was fairly weak as an on-field coach early in his tenure. And he's figured it out. Yeah. He's a relentless worker. That's what he is. And look, and I know people think I'm throwing shade. I'm not. I'm just being honest. You want to win in this league now? You've seen it. Saban dominated for, what, 15 years? Yeah. And now we've got this cat. And Saban's not gone. I mean, this... Yeah, no, don't you wanna, understand. I mean, if Alabama wins a title in the no. next two years, I'm not shocked here, guys. You, you want to win in this league? You have to. It's It goes deeper than... it's it's. It, it, this is my criticism of Kiffin, and so I, I won't even I won't even do the shade. I'll just go straight up. When Kiffin keeps doing the NIL thing, it's just it's all NIL, it's all NIL. That is a cop out. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. You've got to go recruit relentlessly. There was a YouTube clip that got put out last night. A reminder: Kirby Smart was talking about it. This was pre-titles. About you have to recruit. You just have to recruit constantly. That's what he does, and he got that from Saban, who's the same way. They've built an absolute juggernaut. You look at that schedule for them next season, hard to find L's. There's not much there. I mean, they're preseason number one. They'll be preseason number one. They should be preseason number one. Their toughest game next season is at Tennessee. Fairly late in the year. Georgia's 2023 schedule. UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, UAB, Auburn, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Georgia Tech. You could argue Missouri and Ole Miss are the toughest other than Tennessee games on the schedule, and both of those games are in Athens. They are. Missouri and Ole Miss will be double-digit dogs. South Carolina's in Athens. I mean, and I mean, come on, come on, right? Their road games: Auburn, Vanderbilt, Jacksonville, and Tennessee. Tennessee. I mean, the only game that you look at and go, "Huh, well, maybe is Tennessee." That's it. It really is. I mean, that's all. They've built a beast. Here's what's college football is in an interesting spot because. You have Georgia doing what it's doing right now. Two in a row, played for three of the last six, something like that. I mean, they, they are a, a fingernail from being three-time champs right now. they got to figure out the quarterback situation. They will. Well, they've got like three five-star studs competing for it. But what where college football, this is something we'll talk about throughout the offseason, is, is interesting is that and again, stay with me here. Most teams realistically going into the year aren't going, I'm, we're, our goal, our number one, the only thing that makes it feasible to have a good year is to win the national title. Of course. So in saying that, if your goal is not necessarily to be the best team in the country, there's a lot of congealed teams you can run up and be pretty good at because college football does have parity outside of that one or two. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying here? Uh-huh. It's an interesting thing because – if we're going, hey, it's, it, this thing is stupid, the sport sucks because you can't win the title because of Georgia or Ohio State or Alabama, okay, great. If you're going, hey, you can't be top seven, why not? Sure. There's a there's an outlet to get there. 
Yeah. And to have seasons and good seasons and all those different things. Well, you filled in on 10 Weekend Thoughts one time, and you tried to rank the SEC, and you realized after you got past to like two – from like three to eleven, there's was an just argument this, anyway. Yeah, sure. Like I don't know, throw them in a hat. I don't think that's necessarily bad for the sport. What a lot of people call mediocrity might just be a collection of teams that are all kind of equally good. And now here's the deal too. And I'm not. I mean, there is a little bit of recency bias here, but it's deserved. George almost lost to Missouri. It did. They can have a bad day throughout a season and sure. somebody get them. Sure. That's very very possible. Sure. Now, are they going to do it twice where they're out of the season? Probably not. But no, it's not out of the realm. It's somebody just gives them a gives them a game one day, and it comes down to five minutes, and we'll all see what happens. Yeah, upsets happen. But you've got to catch them completely. You got to catch them at that game, zoned out, and you got to be ready to roll. If they're locked in, it is what it and is. And it typically happens away from home, it not is. not home. Yeah, sure. They they were. They, they get did, energized back. They were they were human, and they took Missouri lightly and got into a game. Yeah, Ole Miss does get them the week before Tennessee. Help a little. Yeah, I mean. Um, if I'm playing them, I want to play them early where they don't have the quarterback dialed in. I don't want them late. No, I don't want them late where they, they're starting to chase the title. I want to catch them when they're still maybe a little – Full of themselves. But look, again, the point is not looking into, for at least for me, is not looking into next season and going week by week. The point is to look at what they've built culturally. It's It, it runs deeper than just, hey, yeah, well, they got the best players. It's deeper than that. And everyone's got to figure that out because you fall into their trap if you go, well, they just bought the best players. Because it's not just that. They're doing that and they're running a machine. Yeah, it's they've, they've built the culture. Yeah. In a sport that more and more is going to be about the culture you build with all of the turnover. Ooh. With all of the change that comes from graduation and now guys have used the COVID year, you're going to have teams get younger all of a sudden. I mean, they just had a 25-year-old quarterback walk off the field for the last time. But it runs deeper than all of that. It is it is culture. It is the ability for a head coach after winning a national semifinal game to essentially, with his quarterback sitting right there, call him out. I mean, there, the, if, if, you, if you were paying attention in the immediate aftermath of the Ohio State game, you just took Georgia and laid whatever against TCU. You knew, okay, that was, your, they, that was the shot. When the kid for Ohio State shanked the field goal, that was it. It was over. If you paid any attention at all to Kirby Smart and Georgia. He's got 10 days to get them. This is not going to go well. If the plane lands safely in L.A., yeah. this is over. And it was. And that's culture. I mean, I... Kind of laughing at it, looking at it last night. I'm like, man, these young guys are putting plays on film and probably making some mistakes. Yeah. And they're going to get like three days. And then this thing's going to get rolling again. Like their first January 5th quarter workout. May God have mercy. It's, I'm just telling really? you. Oh, you watch. You're going to set a tone. Day one. Going to be ugly. Be buckets everywhere. You watch. 
I'm just telling you. I'm telling that's the lesson that everybody's got to take from this. Is there that, is no throne. You don't. Is that the, well? I mean, that's his first thing. He's talking ten minutes after a championship about entitlement and eating off the floor. That was a message to anybody and everybody who wants to be in that air. You have to do two things. You've got to raise the resources to get those kinds of players. And then you've got to build the culture around It's his version players. of what Saban has done for so long, which is, hey, sometimes you wait your turn, you work, you do everything I say, and then you get your reward. But yep. we're here. Yep. And he said that to them last yeah, night. You're locked in here, and then you get his pre his pregame down the road. His pregame speech was essentially, I put you guys through ten days of hell. Now you get to you get to go have fun. Yeah. Put it on them. Yeah. I mean, Holly Holly Rowe, who by the way does a fantastic job. Says to him, what's your message? It was essentially attack. Yeah. Relentless. Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. I think I think that was the word. Aggression. Aggression. Yeah. Aggression. And he had that look in his eyes like, oh dude. <laughs> <sighs> Somebody's having a rough night. It's either going to be TCU having a rough night or his kids, good lord, are going to want to stay in California when this is over. Yeah. Because th- th- this is not th- there's something there. Yeah. He was, like you said, it's chip. Yeah. And it's it's there's nothing that's hard to do. That's hard to manage. Yeah. And he's been able to do it. Yeah. And there's no sign of it slowing down. And I think this is what's scary for college football. There's a little bit of inside information here. I don't think this cat plans to do this for ten more years. Right. So he's about to pour it all out. Yeah. Get a legacy and get out. I mean, I mean his legacy is already there. Walk away today. Two titles, three appearances in the title game. I mean, jeez. He's not even 50 yet. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought thought last night, everybody was like, see, the 14 playoff doesn't work. And, nah, I think you're missing the point. I really do. I thought you were missing the point when when, when people do that. I thought, no, this wasn't about TCU. This was about Georgia. It was. Yeah, there's a couple thoughts on that, that, or whatever. We'll get to those in a second. First, this is a good point, too. That is the schedule we currently have for 2024. If Texas and Oklahoma come in, they're going to tear it up and start over. So, oh, good, I don't know. Good point. Yeah. And, and, and they are. Yeah, so who knows what that looks like. It's so just scrap, what we know as that. of right now. That yeah. is the schedule. But it's possible you still keep your other East team and they work. I, I don't know. Again. Beats me. Yeah. That, that's well, really I, I think they'll go to a nine game. They will, yes. So you'll have to buy out one of your – yes. Non-cons. Probably the lowest non-con. Yeah. Furman. Yeah. that's Furman's going to get a check. Unless you're getting rid of like Georgia Southern because you're keeping your FCS game. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Either way. That's going to be a um, SEC Media Days kind of thing. I think right around then we're going to get an answer on that. I think it's going to be 2024 and yeah. here we go. I think so too. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available right there at your door. They ship them to you. Fewer than 10 minutes. Freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp. Let them take care of dinner tonight. Their newest offering, the New Orleans-style barbecue shrimp. It's excellent. Their signature seasoning goes with everything. A very versatile option, whether it be rice, pasta, or just uh, maybe put it on a sandwich. A lot of things you can do with Prime Shrimp. Check all the different flavors, including their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp, those are like what's at the grocery store, except a higher quality from the New Orleans-based company. So code MPW for $20 off your first order with PromShrimp.com. Step into the new year in style. If you haven't uh, made the move already, you need to experience the difference a quality sock makes. Go to DeadSoxy.com, enter the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout. Get 25% 
all off all orders, including uh, sale items. As an MPW digital listener, you're going to be the first to hear about all new products and opportunities as they come about. So enter the pro- promo code REBELGROVE at checkout. Get 25% off all orders. Happy New Year from Dead Soxie. Walk on Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with a taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Let walk-ons take care of your uh, tailgating needs as well. Just order online at walkons.com or on their convenient walk-ons app. Check them out in Oxford or uh, Ridgeland today. Speaking of Ridgeland, the College Corner is your one-stop Rebel shop. It's got two locations in the Jackson area, one in Ridgeland, one in Flowood. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. And we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, but the same great products, same people, same services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662 801 1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call the people at Southern 662 429 4429. A Stock Auctions is a Nashville based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A Stock start at just $1. That's right, every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of big name. Uh, items from big name retailers. A Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. Podcast also brought to you by GNM Pharmacy, 662 236 2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync. Fit your prescriptions the same day each month, take care of you. They can also transfer all your medications from the big box pharmacy. One call, they take care of the rest. So whether it is Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs, or GNM here locally in Oxford. That's 662-236-2222. Um, see a couple of things here. I'd be curious to see. I don't know how we know the answer to this, but I was just thinking about it. This season for TCU, I guess they have gotten big enough that they probably won't have the same jump. You know, they were the school, this has been 10 years ago, when they when Andy Dalton carried them to the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. And Jim Schlossnagel told me, when Ole Miss had played them in baseball that next year, that they had had the huge academic jump off the Rose Bowl. That um, the year, the the year after that, I, and I forget the exact numbers, so don't hold me to them. But TCU basically took say two thousand freshmen every year, and they wanted like a some sort of split or whatever, and they did the two thousand out of call it five thousand applications. Well, the year of the Rose Bowl. They still took two thousand, but they did it out of like twenty two thousand applications mm. or something like. So their student population got smarter and more distinguished and whatever. I wonder. I guess my point is, I know they've been in the Big Twelve for a while, but I wonder if they would have some similar jump being a smaller school now, or if they sort of have been in a a different thing where that's not the not I don't the know. same the same deal. It's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that works for. It's a lot of, of ex- a lot of exposure to get to that place. Tons. I mean, tons. I know everybody thinks that was a horrible night for TCU. Overall, good night. I mean, nobody, whatever. You lose. You might, you'd rather be there and lose than not be there. You were there. You were there. They will national runner-up. Forever. Can't take that away from Nope. Me. Yeah, they were CUSA. They were Mountain West. I mm-hmm. mean, they've jumped in 25 years. Maybe sooner than that, but at oh, least they've, 25. They've climbed a ladder fast. And there's a ton of money there. 
And they've got good players. They benefit from SMU being SMU and not ever right. elevating. Right. One of those teams was going to do it, and TCU has done it. Um, they're 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 an interesting athletic department. They've done a good job all the all the way around. Oh, for sure. So yeah, I mean, I Garrett Riley's had his profile increase. We know Sonny Dykes is a good coach. Great story. It's a good story. It's like the first time in eight years that a Sonny Dykes t- coach team scored fewer than ten points. Really? Yeah. Did you see where in the last two games TCU TCU gave up more points in the playoff than Alabama did in the entire 2011 season? It was an Alabama media stat, but I still found the stat interesting. I mean, they ran into two. They went up against two of the Blue Bloods, you know, obviously yeah. Michigan, Georgia. Yeah, no, look, the playoff – I don't get the criticism of the playoff at all because the playoff gave us two great semifinals. We wouldn't have had those otherwise. Right. That would not have been the case. The game that we would have had was Michigan-Georgia. And Georgia would have just beaten the shit out of them and they would have called it a day. Instead of 65-7, to it would have been 52-13. to Oh, you still think it would have been that bad? Yeah. Last night, yes. Do you really? I know what I saw last night. Because Georgia's just a better, more grown-up version of Michigan. Georgia played... Their maxed out game last night. That was them. That was their top of the top of the level A game. And no one was beating them. They were the best team in the country, and they played their best game. Yeah. You weren't beating them. Right. The criticisms last night were I was watching it going, man, some of you guys are just in your feelings right now. This isn't this isn't about what you're making. TCU didn't belong. Yeah, they did. They did. They got there. They lost one time. Alabama should be there. Well, then Alabama shouldn't have lost to both LSU and Tennessee. Well, those were one-point game, one-possession games. Okay, well, I can do that with everybody. I mean, pick me a team. I mean, we can do that with, like, like literally pick a team that was a seven- or eight-win team, and I bet I can go find four one-possession games. Yeah, sure. Well, if you change that, 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 and that, they win 11 games. Okay. I mean, I think Grind said the thing, 24 teams won 10 games or more this year. 24. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't work like that. South Alabama lost two one-possession games. Troy lost two games, one to Ole Miss and one on a ridiculous, crazy ass. Yeah. So change that. Do they belong? I mean, yeah. where, how does that how does that work? You no, know, Alabama had its chances, and if it either wins at LSU or at uh, Tennessee, it's playing in that Yeah, because Alabama could have lost five games. A&M had ball and air. Ole Miss had ball and air. Yes. Texas had ball and air. Yes. If you're real unluckily, they go eight and five or seven and five. Exactly. Or so when people say and they've T- been in Nashville, TCU didn't belong. Yes, they did. They won the games. They won the games. Yeah. All yeah. the all the what if games, again? They played they seven one possession games and they won six of them. They lost the one they could lose and they beat Michigan. Okay. They beat Michigan on a neutral field to get to the championship. They belong, yeah. and Michigan belonged. Nobody at any point goes well. Michigan didn't belong. Nobody ever said that. Well, TCU beat them. So, yes, they belonged. They just ran into the best team. And that's why I'm saying, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm broken record at this point, if you're focused on the, the playoff and who, who's there and who wasn't there, you missed the point last night, and you're going to fall victim to it again because those sons of bitches aren't backing down. Two, uh, two Stetson Bennett stats for you. He's now won back-to-back national titles from mm-hmm. walk-on to Juco at Jones, all the whole story. Again, he's kind of a douchebag, but whatever. He does win two titles. Uh, 
uh, douchebag who'll never have to buy a drink in the state of Georgia. Whatever he whatever he decides to do, if it's in the peach state, it's going to go remarkably well for Mr. Bennett. I like his chances. <laughs> it's going to be perfectly fine. Nick Saban thinks his car dealership sells some cars. Let, let, let Stetson open up one. See how that goes. Stet- Insurance, real Stetson, estate, Bennett, whatever. Mercedes. Oh, done. I mean, frankly. Just printing. Just printing. <laughs> he should start that tomorrow. <laughs> You think the bank would give him the loan? Yeah, right. I'm guessing so. <laughs> so what I was thinking was, here, just take it. Yeah, all of it. Here, fine. All right, so the quarterbacks to win back-to-back national titles as starters. Who are they? There have been one, including Mr. Bennett, two, three this century. Tim Tebow? Nope. Okay. Uh, Jay Barker? Nope. Um, he was not this century. He was in 92. Oh, three this century. Yes, there are three this century. And one of them, I just gave you one of them at Stetson Bennett. There are two others. Right. And one of them is a little weird because he won two AP titles but did not win two BCS titles. Oh, hell. Um, a season you covered pretty intimately. Matt Liner. That is correct. USC, um, I actually, I, I mean, I guess I remember this from when it happening, but I had to educate myself on this a little bit. Matt Liner, they won the 2004 title when they were great. Right. Um, in 03, there were the three teams all with one loss, and they were the one left out of Oklahoma, LSU, and USC. They were number one in the AP poll, won their bowl game, and stayed number one in the AP okay. poll. So they are the AP national champions from 03, even though they did not win the BCS national title. Okay. So Matt Liner, Stetson Bennett. And then one more. So it's got to be an Alabama quarterback. That is correct. Uh, um, AJ McCarron. That is correct. AJ McCarron is the answer to that question. Since the 1950s, there have been three others. Those are Oklahoma Steve Davis during Oklahoma's big time run um, sure. when they were on. Nebraska, uh, Jerry Taggy, Taggy, I don't know. It's before my time, so I don't know how to pronounce his name. And then also from Nebraska, Tommy Frazier, which is not a surprise. 1994, 95 for, uh, for, uh, for Frazier there in, uh, in that one. The other stupid uh, Stetson Bennett stat is that he had two rushing touchdowns in a national championship last night. In this century, there are two other quarterbacks who have done that. I'm not going to make a guess, but – these three names all on a list is funny to me. It is uh, Stetson Bennett, Vince Young, and Craig Krenzel are the uh, Craig Krenzel are the three there. The Ohio State quarterback who I guess won the title over Miami on the controversial pass interference call that was at is that oh two something like that yeah something like that so now let me look Stetson rarefied air dude and then look as much as I give giving him crap. His stats against the good teams are incredible. He was really good. He's last been night. phenomenal against ranked and top level teams. He was dialed in last night. He made some tight window throws, and then it all opened up. Yeah, early on they hit the tight ends in the middle of the field and the whole deal, and it was it was all it going. was surgery early. And yeah, then, it was it was he had it rolling. Then they started just winning the line of scrimmage, and that was. Night, night. Yeah, I was listening to the end of the pregame, and it one Nick Saban just sort of cut to the chase, and he said, "You you have to control their front to have any chance. You have to control their front, and they didn't. 
at all. Something wrong. Uh, we were getting a error feed on our YouTube, but I think we're okay. Is your saying we're good? Uh, yeah, it's just not getting enough video to maintain smooth streaming. Yeah, it does this deal, and I've got to figure this out. It tries, go to the other one. It goes to switch to the other one, and I'm I'm I could switch it, and I'm probably okay. But that's the problem. Okay, are you gonna switch it? Yeah, we're gonna switch it. We're gonna gamble a little bit right now. Got it. I think we made it. Okay. Is he gonna make an NFL roster? Um. On opening day of the NFL next season, will he be on an active roster? I'll say yes. Someone gives him a third-string quarterback spot to see if he's got it. Got a lot of it. He's a better arm than he gets credit for. He does. Better athlete than he gets credit for. He's small. But in this era, there are some small quarterbacks. I don't know how badly Stetson Bennett wants to play quarterback in the NFL. My guess is he he'd like to experience it, but well, sure. I mean, anybody gets the opportunity. Boy, if I'm advising him, though, it's like, hey, cat, you could go make some money. And I think his argument would be, well, the money will still be there three years from now. Well, that's true. You know that legacy is not going anywhere. And look, who's betting against him? I mean, there was a thousand times when people were like, "You should quit." Was it Jones, Mississippi Community College? I mean, holy shit! Yeah, he goes to Georgia, and it's like, okay, we're going to throw this guy at you, and this guy at you, and this. He was guy not the starter at the beginning of last season, and there were. I mean, he was going to be the starter this year, but there was at least questions. Was it in twenty twenty when they were? At Arkansas, and they were getting beat with the five-star kid that was started the game, and they brought Bennett in, and, and he took over. I don't remember. I don't know. They just kept trying to get rid of him, and he wouldn't go away. And now, I mean, we're talking as secure of a legacy as any quarterback in the last. Oh, since Tebow. Yeah. His teammates love him. I mean, they talk about his confidence and stuff like that. I mean, look, who knows? They beat Arkansas 37 to 10 in 20. But I think they were losing that game 10 to 9 okay. when he came in. Really? I could be wrong, but I seem to recall that. Okay. It's fine. That's very possible because he went 20 for 29 for 211 and a couple scores in that game. Yeah. He's damn. I mean, look, from a college career standpoint, he had a damn good one. Georgia's now, is it 38-3 and three or something like that in their last 41 games? Yeah. And that includes a game they didn't have to win. Yeah. So in one of the losses, they won the national title. Yeah, Mulligan game. 7-5 to five at halftime. Yeah. I, was, I, I recalled something about that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, same in the stream. I'm Stetson Bennett of Athens BMW. If you can't you see yourself, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's right there. Just make all the money. Yeah. Perfectly fine. 
if you'd like to bet on Georgia to win the national title next season, your odds aren't very good. You're only going to get plus 300 on that one, so you have to put up 100 to win 300 on Georgia to win the national championship next year. Well, it tells you what Vegas thinks. Right behind the Bulldogs, Ohio State at plus 600, so 6-1 to one on the Buckeyes next season. Who's their quarterback next year? Somebody know. not named C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Alabama also at plus 600. Is it worth a 6-1 to one on Bama next year? I don't think so. That's not where your value is. I don't think that. But is there value anywhere? We'll keep going. I'll see if I can find a value pick. SC at 700. Probably not enough, which leads me to something I'm going to say in a minute, but go ahead. Michigan at 1,000. If you're looking if he threw a flyer, that's where you That's throw not it. a terrible flyer. Corum's coming back. That's not me predicting Michigan to win the national no. title. But if you told me Michigan got back to the playoff and was back in a position to make a run at it, I'd buy it. They completely. got McCarthy back. They got Corum back. There's there's dudes. If he stays. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Uh, after that, it's just sort of a hodgepodge. Clemson, 1,500, nah. and then we're into... Big numbers. Texas, 2,000. LSU, 2,000. Again, if you got a 10 spot, sure. I don't hate but the... But no. I don't hate the LSU... It's not going to hit, but sure. I mean, fine. If you told me LSU won the West... Yeah. And... and, and Snuck in and... Uh, played a Georgia team that didn't have to win the game. Oh. And then you win it and you get into the playoff. And, and then you get to beat the other team in it. And then you... Yeah, sure. It gets funny. 
Notre like Dame, you said, I mean, if you just got a hundred bucks sitting there and you're like, hey, you know what? This wouldn't be the worst. Okay, sure. Notre Dame plus two thousand. No. Florida State twenty five hundred. I think they might be a playoff team, but there's a long way. They're away. not winning. They're the team that gets hammered in the playoff if they get in. No, I mean, I mean, you can light the money on fire. Feel free. I understand what you mean. Yeah. Tennessee three thousand. No. Penn State three thousand. No. Washington three thousand. No. Oklahoma three thousand. Shit. <laughs> Sorry. And Oregon three thousand. I mean, of those, if you told me I had to do a three thousand, I'd probably because you go, hey, can they get past SC, and then they get in, and then we're doing the whole thing. You just make the tournament. Well, you get you Nick's back and all that stuff. And is he back? Yeah, he's, he stayed. Okay, he's old. He is. I mean, if you told me I had to do a three thousand odd, that'd be my pick. So Milton is the quarterback at Tennessee next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good. He's fine. No, yeah. t- I mean, look, Tennessee's good. Which leads me to my point. Yeah. Someone was asking, when you go to this 12-team playoff, it's, it's inevitable that three of the four or four of the four semifinalists are SEC teams. Yes, it is. It is absolutely inevitable. Oh, yeah, there'll be years where That's going to happen, and so what? Who cares? Yeah, no, it's perfectly fine. So, no, I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't care about that at all. The SEC is going to put five teams in the playoff every year. It's why if you're an SEC program, again, you should be getting yourself prepared for 24, 25, because those are years that you can, if you're good, if you're upper crust of the SEC, you're probably going to make the playoff. Yes. And so that's. Get ready for that. Instead Do of, all you can to get ready for instead that. Instead of whining and bitching about Alabama and Georgia, start paying attention. Yeah. Get there. Figure it out. And it, it's, well, we can't get those players. Well, you can get that culture. Yeah. That was no doubt. The Ole Miss Athletics Foundation would like to thank Rebel Nation for their incredible support in 2022. Thanks to your generosity, the Champions Now campaign is nearing the $52 million mark. Looking forward to an even bigger year in 2023. For info on supporting Ole Miss Athletics, that is givetoathletics.com. Also, as a basketball season is going, conference play now for both the men's and women's teams. You can show your support for their efforts on the court by signing up for the Pledge Per Win campaign today. Sign up to pledge a specific amount for every Rebel win and earn blue priority points through every donation. You can visit give2athletics.com slash donate. Call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. Solutions RX is a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. I've been taking some of the Solution RX products for the past, I don't know, eight, nine, ten months. I don't know that I've uh, ever felt better. It's solutionsrx.com. I check them out online. They're also available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including Mississippi. Promo code OEP at checkout, and you'll get 10% off your order. Game Changer Patches, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. I bet those are uh, going like gangbusters in Fort Worth this morning. Uh, the warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. And ready for the next play, GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. ACS is owned by my friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's established in 2013. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. If um, ACS has you covered, if you're servicing and installing Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and so many other manufacturers, for more information, 
or to get in touch with them at uh, ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Valentine's Day right around the corner. You should uh, stop by Landman's Fine Jewelry in Oxford, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard. It's been uh, servicing the Oxford area for three quarters of a century. They've got you covered from obviously the obvious things like engagement rings and wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, gifts, collectibles, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LandmansFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Get in touch with Pinnacle today and uh, ask about the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. They'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. You can uh, learn more at mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. Podcast also brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery. They make all their cheeses locally and in-house every single day. Charcuterie, catering, grazing tables. They do their workshops and more. You can find them at 662-419-9201. Go to their website. Almost everything can be ordered straight there, including king cakes. It is king cake season. They have their new blueberry cheesecake flavor. They have all the different flavors from the lemon, the cinnamon swirl that you're used to from last year as well. They do minis. They do larges. They just need 24 hours notice to get that to you. So take advantage of the king cakes and all their different offerings. That's johnsonhillcreamery.com. Again, just off Molly Bar in Oxford, 662-419-9201. Seeing uh Game times for Ole Miss baseball announced this morning. There is some overlap on that February 18th, that game that we were, uh, we've were we talked about. Uh, basketball against Mississippi State at home. It is a, uh, it's a 2.30 start for basketball. It is a 1.30 start for baseball that day. Um, again, just kind of one to point to to kind of see where everybody's headed uh, there. If, if the weather's good, that's more competitive than you would, you would think. Um, I don't even think the weather has to be good. <laughs> just not snowing. Um, if the game gets played, if the game gets played, I mean, if you're basketball, you're cheering for a rain out there, I guess. I mean, look, I'm, I'm fascinated to see tonight what tonight looks like Auburn tonight at eight o'clock. I think it's ESPNU televising the game. What does that look like? I mean, tonight's not going to be a good crowd. I mean, I, I know that going in. There's no students, and it's eight o'clock. I mean, I a year ago it was I'm on giving a, them a break on this one. A year ago, it was on a Saturday night, and Auburn brought three thousand people. Auburn won't bring anybody this time. Tennessee on the twenty eighth brought a bunch of people. I, I get it. I, I I feel like I'm being mean. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to be just be real. You play SEC games. Those SEC games have to have people, bodies in in arenas, or else you have to ask why are there no bodies here? And going well, it's an eight o'clock game on a Tuesday night. Everybody else plays them too. And then Saturday with Georgia coming to town, games at what twelve thirty noon noon yeah. I think it's noon. Something like that. It's, it's, it's in the noon hour, 12, 30, 12, something like that. It's 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock. Throwback replica jersey giveaway, by the way. So if you're not you're, not, you're going to the game tonight, they are asking that you wear red. I'm saying that on the schedule. 
So yeah, eight o'clock tonight, Georgia. But yeah, the the two games that I was interested in from a baseball throwover standpoint, state and uh, state on the eighteenth at home. Again, mm-hmm. there is a, a a carryover there, and then uh, the next one is not LSU basketball on the twenty fifth is a night game. It's at seven thirty. Ole Miss plays Maryland at one thirty p.m. Um, in Oxford for uh, for that one. So, so the question is that day is the people dinner that, or basketball? Yeah, just do you go do something else? I mean, can you get people to go to a basketball game? They've been at a baseball game. Starts at one thirty, so it's over at four forty-five. The earliest they did better last year. They were yeah. quicker. Four forty-five to five o'clock, so they leave a basketball game and. They go get a drink or whatever. Can you get them two hours later to go to a, an arena? Mm-hmm. It's part you, of them. Can you get them to drive back to campus and park and walk and go to a game? Or or do they say, no, we're going to go do something in town? And I don't know the answer to that. But if the answer to that is I can't get those people who are already here into an arena, then I have a problem. That's part of the weird scheduling quirk Ole Miss has this year where they play Maryland four weekend games in a row. They play Friday through Sunday in Oxford, and then they are their opening game of the tournament in Minneapolis as well. So they play. Be a hell of a rivalry by the time they get to They play the Terps Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday. So we'll have the same pitching matchup two weeks in a row with with Maryland. You don't know that. Maryland might be so deep that they might switch it up. I don't think Mike's going to go. You know what? They've already seen Hunter Elliott. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna throw somebody else out there today. We're gonna go a different direction. Probably in, not in, in, in that game. Probably not. We're gonna play chess, not not checkers here. In, They're uh, playing at the Vikings Stadium. They are. Yes, yeah. they are turning the Vikings Stadium into a game. I, I still, I'm sure it's out there. I don't know who the third SEC team is. Um, the three Big Ten teams. Maryland, Minnesota, and Nebraska. So that will be Ole Miss's opponents. And I know Vanderbilt is with Ole Miss there, but I don't know who the who the third one is. So I don't know. Me neither. Uh, the speaking of the baseball convention is currently going on. Uh, we knew this was going to happen, but John Cohen has been uh, elevated to the chair of the NCAA selection committee for baseball for uh, this coming season. He was the vice chair last year. Mike Buddy at Army was the the chair, and now. Cohen has been elevated to the uh, the chair, so he'll do a good job. Oh, it'd be completely fine. He's fine. Yeah, what I mean, it's so the one thing I'm so glad about this baseball season is we can take all the stuff and just throw it away. The conspiracies and the stuff, it's just gone. Seriously, like none of that. Where I feel like I'm just banging my head against a wall, just gonna win or lose games. Play games, get hot, get you cold. Say that. I'm kidding. See, told you you couldn't do it again. If you're on the t- no, <laughs> I, I won't. I will not participate. <laughs> too high, too low. Top 25 for next season. I get it stupid. We don't even know rosters, but just because it's going to fill a minute here on the show. Sure. Georgia, number one, whatever. We're all agreement there. Yep. Michigan, number two. Sure. I have no issue there. No, it's pretty it's well. fine. That's got a lot of guys back. Sure. Ohio State, number three. Okay. They bring back Marvin Harrison Jr. They got Julian Fleming back. Got Travion Henderson back. Well, there's got, tons, got dudes of, back. tons of talent. Sure. LSU, number four. Um, I don't have a problem with it. I think they're going to be really, really good. I think I'm okay there. Mm-hmm. I do. I, They're loaded. 
Listen, Brian Kelly's going to Daniels is back. Brian Kelly's going to win at LSU. Everybody, everybody might as well just accept it. It's it, again, it gets back into the whole deal of, of it, people going to start in on that. Well, it's easy if you can buy. I'm just, it is what it is. Yeah, it's it's legal to buy now. Yeah, so shut up, figure it out. Alabama at number five. Sure. Yeah, that's any lower than that. It, we're it, stupid. It it might be a hair high, but look, you you do what they've done. I, here's the problem: if it's a hair hair high, who are we replacing them with? Right. You that's get, the issue. You get to be where they've done for 15 years. They 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 deserve that level of respect. But they got questions. Sure. Is it Simpson or is it the other kid? My, my money is on Simpson, but okay. we'll see. Penn State at six. Maybe a little high, but they're they went eleven and two. They, they, they really, were sneaky eleven and two. He's really good. SC number seven. Sure. Yeah, I got no issues. Florida State at eight. I have no problem with it. They they and they've got a really good team coming back. Not a title team, but a good team. Their quarterback will spend the offseason getting some of that sleepy, sneaky Heisman buzz, some stuff like that. Yeah. It won't happen, but he'll get the They're really good on both lines of scrimmage. He's done a really good job of building that in Tallahassee. They're the best ACC team for sure. Yeah. Washington at nine. Okay. They had a good year. Yeah. He's were. a hell of a coach. Oh, he's a really good coach. TCU at 10. Okay. I'm going to guess there's a fall off. You can't go six and one in one possession every year. I, I think this is high. I think this is a reward, and I have no issue, but it's high. If you told me to predict whether or not TCU finishes the season in the top 10, I'm selling next year. Okay. Notre Dame at 11. They're always there, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's yeah. probably a hair high, but we're, we're splitting hairs at this Utah point. Utah at 12. Okay. Rising's coming back. He is. Guy's a hell as of a coach. As long as he's okay injury wise. The guy's a hell of a coach. Oregon at 13. They might actually be a little low. I'm, they they yeah. might be better than that. Yeah, I'm good with them higher. Tennessee at 14. Oh, uh, it feels about right. If you tell me they finished a little higher than that, I buy it. Clemson at fifteen. Oh, it's if you club next team now. If you tell me they begin to fall off the cliff, I buy it. Oregon State sixteen. Phew, I liked what I saw from them. You know, if this is all true, the the Pac twelve is interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Utah, this year. SC, Oregon State. Pac twelve wasn't terrible this year. Oregon. It wasn't the SEC, but nothing is. It was interesting. It was, yeah. it was good. They have good teams. Kansas State at 17. Uh, okay. I mean, they got to replace a bunch of dudes, but yeah. he's a really good coach. I mean, they. we like that family a ton, but losing Deuce Vaughn is a chore yeah. for them. He's just a really, he's really good. I mean, they again, that's a culture program. Your Hawkeyes at 18? Oh, I mean, they got work to do. Well, we might win the whole thing. They did have the number one defense in the country in 22. I told you that. Yeah. I kept saying everyone made the jokes, but the 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 shame of this past season for Iowa was that if their offense had just been pedestrian, they might win 10, 11 games. They, uh, they were elite defensively. Cade McNamara will be their quarterback next year, the Michigan transfer. Yeah, they'll be better. Look, Fickle at 19 in his first year with the Badgers. We're getting into kind of whatever, so sure. Got a lot of players. Yeah, but they, you know, uh, the kid from SMU is their quarterback next year. Tanner Mordecai. Oh, is that Transferred right? to, to Wisconsin. What's he, like 30 now? North Carolina, number 20. If you Bill. got Drake May, I'll give you a 20. Uh, okay, sure. Texas Tech at 21. I mean, I, I don't know enough to argue it. 
Ole Miss at 22. I don't know the roster. It's, I mean, it's impossible. I don't know any of these rosters mostly. But Today, 22 yeah. feels high. In two weeks, 22 might feel low. I, I don't yeah. – I mean, there's <laughs> – I got questions. It came in about where I thought they would come in, and that's why – again, does it matter? Hell no. But it's why I thought if you said – what what does the bowl game do? It gives you three to four spots in the top 25. If Ole Miss was nine and four instead, they'd be like 18 on this list instead of 22. Sure. And I'd still say the same thing. Yeah. I, I, okay. I don't know. What do they look like at, on the edge? They have to replace Tavius Robinson. What do they look like at linebacker? Because right now today, I don't really like what they look like at linebacker. No, I don't and that's been a problem. Um, what do they look like at receiver? Are there enough receivers? UTSA at 23. I, mean, I just don't know enough. I mean, oh, they're headed into the AAC. I didn't know that. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a wake-up call. Quarterback Frank Harris is coming back for his seventh season at UTSA. Oh. Okay. Stetson goes, yeah, I know. I mean, you know, got some years left. Tulane, 24. They, they lose a lot. They lose a lot. They do bring the quarterback back, Pratt, and there's clearly a – They have nine all-conference players returning. From the all Ameri- from the American Conference. I mean, look, you talk about culture and things of that nature. They've got it. And also, this is not to be overstated, that league is changing so much. They greatly benefit from the fact that Cincinnati and UCF are gone. Yeah. So the schedule is easier for Tulane next season. The first part of their schedule is not. South Alabama and Ole Miss to open it up. Yeah, you got to hold them. You'll know who you are yeah. at the end of that. It'll get easier. Sure. A and M twenty five. Frankly, they're an unknown at twenty five. It's fine. Probably low. Yeah, I mean, probably better than that. Yeah, I get proof of concept, I, but I, yeah, I get all the jokes. It's a really talented roster. I know, but I couldn't sit there if I was doing the poll and put them eight either. No, and go, come on, no, they got to prove it. But now, if you told me, okay, if we if one is missed by more than ten spots, it's A and M. I'm probably going them. Yeah, I get that. I mean, Jimbo's got to stay out of Petrino's way, but there's a lot there. Do we not? Have, I guess Tulane has not released their full schedule, or they don't know. Do they not know it because the Americans had so much change? Be my assumption. Okay. I went to fbsschedules.com, and for Tulane in 23, they only have the first three games listed. It's South Al at home, Ole Miss at home, and then at Southern Miss. So I don't I don't know what's beyond that. That league might have some chaos. Well, no, I mean all those leagues are just yeah. bouncing all over the place at this point. So I mean they do. There's no doubt about that. <clears throat> there is a uh it's a random thing here. And I'm just saying this before we get to break and then we'll come back and talk about something else. But uh I was reading from the Athletic this morning. There is a path for the entire Big Twelve to make the NCAA tournament. Really? For every team to get in. In that league. Okay. Yeah. They laid out a path this morning where it was, they could all. There's just no dog team in that league. No. That's pretty good. Keeps your RPIs up. Oh, that's for sure. Basketball is the one sport where you don't want the other teams in your conference. Yeah. You don't want icebergs. Let's just run through it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's where the football mentality has never quite kicked in with basketball. In football, you want the rest of the league to suck. 
Yeah. In basketball, you don't because it reduces your mar- it it increases your margin for error exorbitantly. Mm-hmm. Like if you are a bubble team and you go to South Carolina and lose and that, that's with their two sixty three net, you're done. You don't want that. You want South Carolina's net to be sixty three, not two sixty three. You want everybody in the top one hundred. They are not the Mets are not out of it, but now Carlos Correa is talking to the Minnesota Twins feels about like, a contract. Feels like that's where that's headed. I like their chances right now. Of course, if you're the twins and you're sitting in the room, right? If you're if you're around the table. I need all what they knew. I'm just hey guys, just a question. Because we we have less margin for error financially than those two organizations. If the Giants flagged it and the Mets flagged it, why are we not flagging it? The Mets who will spend anything. And they said, whoa, hold on a minute. Right. The Mets owner was like, that's just money. Yeah, because you the twins get crippled. Yeah. I mean, if you pay it's over. If you're paying Carlos Correa $30 million a year and then he can't play four years down the road, or because of that plate in his ankle, he can't. He's only a DH. I mean, frankly... I mean, it's real. It's a real gamble for them. Well, they're one of those franchises that paying the crazy amount might not be worth it, even if he does produce, because you simply can't put enough around, around him. him to sure. win at the high enough level, especially in baseball where one guy's not basketball. I mean, if you get Carlos Correa, the superstar, and, and this turns out that the Mets doctors and the Giants doctors yeah, are wrong... It's Drew Brees and... Sure. Yeah. But, but but you got to ask, what if they're right? Yeah, I know. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, service people across rural communities, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159, phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So again, all of Fayette County and parts of Pontotoc or Union counties that did not previously have internet. 662-238-3159. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. This is pretty simple. If you're thinking about traveling, thinking about a trip this summer maybe, you want something that's uh, going to create a lifetime of unique memories, get in touch with John. Just give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He's going to give you options. You don't have to live anywhere near Memphis to take advantage of his services. We did this on the uh, the whole road to Boise thing. We had a, a budget basically from our friends at Monster and uh, Rain. Gave that to John and said, what can you do? And he did it. It was so easy. It be easy for you as well. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Uh, check out OPA next time you're coming to town, whether it's for uh, baseball, football, not football, baseball, basketball, both. Check out Opa on the Square. It's the uh, newest Greek res- restaurant, fa- fabulous food, craft libations, and more at Opa on the Square in Oxford. I'll have a mailbag to you tomorrow at some point. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Um, brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. We've talked a lot about if you're on the job hunt and how they can help you, and it's always free for the candidate. Know this, if your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, 
uh, you don't pay unless you uh, hire someone that uh, they brought to you. So you've got nothing to lose. It's Will, Sydney, or Kelsey, 662-832-5138, or check out their website, servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself every day. Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are uh, devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today. For a no-cost digital scan of your teeth, let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment. Financing is available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. They've got two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings, uh, nationally recognized competitions, and much, much more. To learn more, go uh, on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. A little stat for you here, and I guess we, you really think about it for a second, knew this. Bill Belichick coming back for another season next year. The Patriots are 25-25 and 25 in his last 50 regular season games. Yeah, they've fallen off quite a bit. He's 70 years old. 70. They don't feel anywhere close to a Super Bowl. Is he the coach in 24? Feels like one more for some reason, doesn't it? My guess is no, he's not. If they don't, if they look like they look, we think they're going to look. It's not getting any easier. Yeah, it's just the the that division just gets really hard. You got Buffalo in it now. You got Jacksonville in it. Well, Jacksonville's in the South. You got Buffalo in it. Miami's better. I mean, you look in the AFC, the Chargers feel like they're coming. The Bengals don't look like they're going away. The Ravens are still solid. Um, Some other teams are at least willing to jump in there. I mean, I mean, the Broncos might go get Sean Payton. Just the league, just that, that conference just gets better and better. And it feels like they're slipping. Maybe we can get Russell Wilson. Kidding. Why not? It's all, it's all good. Sammy mentioned it. You've... uh. All excited to watch the Golden Globes tonight to see if Tom can pull a best picture in for, for Maverick. I don't think you could drag me to the uh, Golden Globes. Do you not? No. Are you interested at all? No. I, I, I don't see enough of the movies. I mean, maybe if I was really into it, but I haven't. It used to be kind of a thing, but I don't think. Will he win? Or was that was that movie not? They're the, saying there's a chance. Because that movie wasn't woke at all. I, well, that, and I mean, I mean, that's the problem with the Oscars and the Golden Globes is that nothing else is. It, you don't know what anybody like. It, it's it's a crapshoot. I mean, mainstream America loved Top Gun Maverick, but it was kind of patriotic. Yeah, and that's that's a no go for those those types. I just I'll be shocked if he wins a bunch of awards or any awards. The question is going to be. I'm wondering, and I don't know the answer to this. I know so little about the Oscars, the Golden Gloves. Somebody could tell me I'm crazy and whatever. My hunch is that the Fablemans do really well tonight. That's the, what? the Fablemans. It's the Steven Spielberg movie that's essentially about his life, sort of. Oh, I'm today years old when I heard of it. My my gut is that's it, again. I haven't even seen the other three movies and don't know anything about them. But that would be where I would guess if if I 
if I had to throw there. That just shows you how completely out of touch with it I am. Um, yeah, you're. you're but not, I, I bet I'm. But I bet I'm more representative of of the general public than oh, sure. I think I am. Well, it made like 1.6 billion dollars. Yeah, I mean it's the uh, motion picture drama movies tonight: Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis, The Fablemans, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick are the uh, the contenders. Okay. I'm seeing if Maverick is anywhere else. Let me. What is Tar about? I, I, I don't know. Again, that's one of the ones I know very little about at all. Um, the only other category tonight that Maverick is in is um, Best Original Song, and it's Hold My Hand by Lady Gaga um, from Top Gun Maverick. Okay. So he is in that category as I well. Like, I like her chances. Okay. Think she's got a shot tonight? She's got a shot. Um, there's a song by Taylor Swift from Where the Crawdads Sing, um, a couple that I don't know, a Pinocchio song from a movie. Um, Rihanna has a song in that category from Wakanda Forever, the Marvel movie. Okay. And um, another movie that I've never heard of. I don't I don't know. So, yeah. That's where we are. A couple movies that we at least heard about or we know the best television series for a drama tonight. The uh, nominees, Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of the Dragon, Ozark, and Severance oh. are on the uh, are on the That's list. Tonight. Pretty heady competition. That's a big category. Now for, look, Prestige TV is a category. You better you better show up if you're winning one of those. Yeah. Um, for uh, for them. When does the next Ted Lasso come out? They keep pushing it. I back. haven't even seen a date. I think they're filming, but I don't. Okay. I have not seen a date on that. So, tease at the beginning. Trevor Bauer. Yep. The Dodgers have said no go on them. Uh, essentially, they are on the hook for his contract next season. If a team picks him up, they can pick him up for the league minimum, which is 700 and change, and get him. The Dodgers would owe the rest. That's the way this thing works. There's an interesting story on ESPN with a bunch of agents having different thoughts on what would happen. Um, there were some that said no shot, nobody's touching him, and right. some that said, eh, it just takes one. And somebody will buy the arm and deal with the rest later. Um, no criminal charges. Yeah, three women have sent allegations. And this it's a weird sentence, so let me get through it. But this matters to Major League Baseball or teams, I guess I should say, mm-hmm. is that he's shown no contrition at all. At all, um, he's fought it vigorously. In fact, he has said he did and nothing again, wrong. Criminally that he's innocent. I mean, right, so right. it's it's a weird thing here. Um it's also coming on the heels of the Deshaun Watson thing that is kind of amazing that he got through it back to football the way that he did with all of the allegations against him. Um and these two leagues handling it so differently. Um there's a couple thoughts here. One, I do think things have changed Overall, in society, over the last four to five years, um, where these things are taking more seriously, mm-hmm. um, you don't just get the free pass out of it the way you would have in most scenarios. You know, I, I get Watson is a big, but what if, what about deal over here? My guess is, however, though, that in twenty twenty three, Araldis Chapman would not have pitched for the Cubs compared to twenty sixteen. I think that's true. I think that things have changed to a degree where. And I think for whatever reason, baseball, it's really kind of interesting because football is like this number one king, but baseball seems to be more aware of 
and care more about fan reaction and sort of the background of you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And and I want to be careful that I'm not defending Bauer because the whole idea everybody has their own thing. That's to say that's not mine would be the understatement of all time. Like the whole choking and beating up and stuff is like bizarre. I don't, I don't with at least one and probably the most high profile of the accusers. There's just no proof. And so I'm not defending him when I say, well, do you apologize for something that you didn't do? Here's the deal. I completely get what you're saying. And look, it takes a, not easy he probably would be pitching right now if he simply had said i'm sorry that i put you in an uncomfortable position it's not saying i did anything legally wrong well no because legally no no i get it legally i am sorry that it elevated and i made you uh, that there was a he's pitching today if he had been public did deshaun watson do that well, that's what I'm saying. Has, has I've apologized? got a big red flag over here, yeah. but I don't. I, so I'm just talking the, about what is the difference? I don't think it's baseball versus football. Okay, you don't think it's like political? Because I do. Not all 32 teams are going to care about that to the point they don't get this arm. I mean, it, again, it only takes one. I mean, it only takes. It's one. so damn competitive that right. if I can get a Cy Young winner, when it, look, it all matters though. I mean, all this is about how you're perceived. I mean, it's it's anything. I mean, this is. It's all like Colin Kaepernick. So if you're it, in it's a, two things. If, it's what do you provide and what do you cost? If you're in a front office today and you're having that meeting and someone says, let's talk about this Bauer thing. To me, it's going to depend on where I am, what market I'm in. But I am going to be tempted to go, guys, the news cycle goes so fast. It goes so fast. Yeah, for me, simply, it's about can I get him through his career here and is he not going to do anything else stupid yeah. moving forward? Yeah, no, I mean, now before I do anything, I've got to sit down with him, with his agent, with those people and go, hey, look. And I think that's part of it is that right or wrong, he is perceived as such a loose cannon. Right. That they're like, hell, I don't know. Right. Because, again, he does all this vlog series. You don't know what he's just going to say on one of these damn videos. Sure. Again, it's great content. I'm not criticizing it, but... But I might be able to add a 20-game winner for $770,000. I know. I know. I mean, at the end of the day, in October, my fan base is screaming about one thing. Why did we not make the playoffs? I know. And he's an ace. It's why, look, I could easily be wrong. My guess is the team grits their teeth and does it. I could be wrong. A lot of agents say there's no shot. But a couple agents go, well, like when he, he gets down to it. Here's kind of what I'm waiting on. About May 1st, when a team, pick a team, any team, gets off to a start and someone in the organization goes, you know, if we just had one more pitcher. Or, hey, we just lost our ace. Our ace blew his arm out. We're not going to win with this staff. We've got... There's two different things, right? Or a team gets off to a kind of a surprising start. And you go, man, we might be able to strike gold here. We've got to pay him the prorated percentage of the major league minimum. And it also lets you, if you bring him in and he does something stupid, you just cut him. 
see you. What's that? We're on the hook now for $400,000 or whatever to a major league baseball team. It's like a, a dime to you and me. Oh, well, sure. You know what I mean? I, I just, I think you're right about the contrition part, but I think if he had not, I think he's paying the price also for being more outspoken about some of the, like the COVID stuff and some of that stuff. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, I mean, I think he's paying for that. And I think it's a couple different things. I think it's probably the exact content that he's saying. And I think it's adding to his God. We don't know what's next with this guy. We just don't know what's coming. It's seen as a loose cannon, whether he is or isn't. Someone in the stream makes Marcelo Zuna's a, yeah, I mean, a good comp. And he's still playing. Yeah. He was out for a year. I mean, he's he a loose back. cannon. Yeah. I mean, look, again. He's not publicly a loose cannon. But this is major. These are professional sports. Yeah, sure. There are some wonderful guys in professional sports. Oh, sure. There are a ton of creeps in professional sports. Again, it's... Nobody says the quiet part out loud, and if you can keep it hidden, they move on and grit their teeth and act like it doesn't exist. And when it becomes public, it becomes a completely different scenario. I mean, if I walk into any NFL locker room oh, come today, on. come on, now I can find 10, 15 guys that salt to the earth. Yeah, deacons. Great. And I can find 10, 15 guys who I would not let in my house. Yeah, sure. Because I would just not trust what would happen. Yeah. Sure. Not applies in college football programs, college basketball programs, everything across the board. It's just because you're a great athlete doesn't mean you're a great guy. Look, it's, and again, this was years ago, and people are mostly much stricter today. Ray Rice, again, not a good human being right. at all. He got penalized. And then once the video got brought out that had the exact thing in it that they said was in it. He got penalized again. Right. It's different when it sure public every level publicly. Isn't it funny? The Ravens said no, not on Ray Rice, but Ray Lewis, come on. Well, I mean, again, this is not, <laughs> it's just, this crazy. is not protecting or saying anything positive about Ray Rice. He's, Seems to be a bad dude. Well, yeah. If seems you, to be an awful dude. If you punch a woman in the elevator, me, you're a bad dude. Yeah. But there is part of me that goes, hold on a minute, though. You already knew that. Like, right. That feels like double jeopardy to me. It's like, well, it, in many ways, it was. <sighs> it, 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 it should have been your reaction from minute one. Yeah. Yeah. If that's what you knew happened, then punish it, whatever that level of punishment is. What's interesting to me is that Major League Baseball, the Dodgers had hoped that they would hold up the two-year suspension. And then when it didn't, because Major League Baseball, an independent arbiter, looked at it and said, There's just, it's not enough here for that. Yeah, it gave him time served, and that was it. I mean, basically just let this go. I mean, this needs to go away. Mm -hmm. And they were caught off guard. They thought it was going to come sometime in January, and they had not even really gotten together to talk about right. it yet. And then we're like, oh, crap, okay, well, let's – it but out. the Dodgers knew this was a potential because it was the reason that they didn't get involved in the Correa thing. Yes. They used the whole fan reaction to Correa as an excuse, but really what it was was financial. Yeah. So, 
Again, Ole Miss-Auburn tonight, 8 o'clock start for that one from the Pavilion. Uh, Ken Palm has Auburn winning 66-63. They're giving, they're giving Auburn a 60% chance. Yeah, the line's like only 2.5. It's only 2.5. Uh, Auburn on adjusted efficiency is 100. And, uh, let's see, they're 59th on offense, 15th on defense Yeah, are the, uh, are the Tigers and then the Rebels in those categories. 128th on offense and 49th on defense are the uh, the rankings there. So it's broken record. The concern if you're if you're thinking about betting on Ole Miss tonight, it's not a terrible bet. Again, Kermit's teams play uh, Bruce Pearl's teams extremely well historically, dating past the Ole Miss Auburn matchups. Sure. The problem is Ole Miss so far this season has a hard time scoring. And Auburn's very active on defense. Yeah. Now Auburn can go into lulls too offensively, so it can become yeah. a rock fight. But Bruce is concerned as he wakes up this morning in Oxford is can I get my team to play with some semblance of the energy on the road that it does at home? Right. And the other night they had this packed house, it was rowdy. They were juiced up as a fan base for Arkansas. Well, you're going to have to create, if you're Auburn, create that energy internally tonight because you're not going to get that atmosphere mm-hmm. and it's not going to be at your place. Right. And you're not playing a team that, in their eyes, kind of punked you last year. Yeah. So, I mean, Auburn, Ole Miss 297th in three-pointers, by the way. Auburn's 310. Yeah. So there's two two teams that do not shoot. Which was the odd thing about Saturday night? Auburn was making some, making some shots. That was like, whoa, yeah. man, you haven't been making those all year. Which tells you the power of home home crowd and why it's important. And I mean, full circle in the basketball conversation, if you're the decision makers, and you don't have that energy in your in your building ever, you have to ask why, and then you have to figure out a way to get it because it it does matter in that sport. It might matter more than in any other sport. Got to get boards. That's the thing for Ole Miss tonight. If they're going to win a basketball game, Auburn, um, looking at it here, they are ninth in the country in offensive rebounds. So cannot give them oh, yeah. second chances whatsoever here uh, tonight in this one. So 8 o'clock, Auburn, Ole Miss, part of a two-game homestand for the Rebels. They play Georgia at noon on a Saturday. Mike White headed back to the pavilion. So um, more podcasts coming throughout the week. Appreciate everybody in the stream as always. Take care, have a good day, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.